Welcome to the So Verve Lounge, a podcast for modern entrepreneurs that focuses on digital marketing ecosystems for small businesses. Join your host, CEO and marketing director, Stephanie Rubio, as she brings you marketing tips with a shot of Cafe Con Dulce. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the Soverve Lounge. My name is Stephanie Rubio. I am the CEO and Marketing Director here at Soverve Marketing Group, bringing you a very exciting episode because I have with me a woman that, I'm going to get into all of that, but she has been someone that I'm sure like yourselves, there's one person on social that you may look up to, that may you may aspire to be in any shape or form, whether it's in business, as a mompreneur, what have you. This woman was the person for me when I was building my business plan, my case studies for the agency, and I am just so honored to have her here. Her name is Kara Chase. Kara, I am so excited to have you. Go ahead and say hello to our listeners, please. <laughs> hello, hello. Thank you so much for having me, Stephanie. It's so sweet of you to say. And we've been Instagram buddies for years now. Yes, we have for years. I think, I mean, I immediately followed you everywhere. Um, I think I joined your email list off the bat back in 2015. Just loved the way that you kept brand consistent. You guys know that I'm a, a brand consistency person. Like, it, like, l- give me all the brand consistency, okay? And okay. she was that, and she was doing that, and she still kills it. Um, okay. A lot of things have changed in your business since then, and we're going to get into that a little bit. But yeah. let me just tell you a little bit about Kara and what she does. Um, she is a Pinterest marketing strategist and expert to online entrepreneurs. Um, a little bit of a rocker chick. Can I say that? Because you're yeah, like I mean, rocker kind of- chic and you're just like, like you've done so much as far as marketing for rock bands. Now I've never gotten into like who this band was. <laughs> Will we it's ever know? Will a, we ever know? <laughs> kind of a niche genre. Um, it depends somewhat on your age. I will have to say. Um, if you're ever into like Metallica or 90s thrash metal, you're going to know who they are. But yeah, I was the former social media manager for Megadeth, which is how I got into social media. Social media. Wow. And I mean, we're talking about 13 million fans across 17 different social media platforms. Yeah. Talk to me how that, like, what was that for you? Because I mean, we have a couple of clients on board that I feel like sometimes I'm like, do I have to hire somebody else to help me with this account? Because how was that? It was nuts. It was absolutely nuts. Um, I can't even tell you. It was the typical, like I had no boundaries. Right. Like, there were no boundaries. They didn't exist. They, uh, it, I don't know that I could have done what I did if I had any sort of healthy business boundaries. Mm. I was checking for comments at 3 a.m. Ah. You know, every time we were out anywhere as a family, at dinner, at whatever, it was just a constant flood right. of fans and comments and content and, and all of that. And at the time, mm-hmm. my oldest child was a newborn and I had no help. I had no nanny, no daycare, nothing. So I was full-time parenting. I mean, everybody's a full-time parent, but home with her full-time and working an average of like 50 to 60 hours a week. Yeah. 
So what I will tell you is how did I do it? I have no idea. I don't know how I survived. It's all And I'm sure you've work. learned, like you learned so much from that in, okay, we need boundaries now. Um, right. Not at the time. After I left the band, mm-hmm. it was like, okay, I'm never, that's never happening again. That's, right. that's not going to happen. Um, at the time with the band, that was not going to happen. It was, I had to do what I had to do. Right, right. Um, because they weren't really my client. I came on mm-hmm. um, and just started learning and doing, and hey, what about this? I started their Instagram years ago, like all of this. Um, so, I mean, I don't know if I should say that or not, but there just are situations where it's like, well, if you want to be able to do this and you want mm-hmm. this level out of it, this is what you got to do. Yeah, so. exactly. No, exactly. I mean, I think we all struggle with that. I know I have struggled with that. I have clients who struggle with that Um, and the boundaries and setting parameters and understanding your role and the client understanding their role. Um, And there has been an evolution in your business. Um, Obviously I'm in your Facebook group. She's got an amazing Facebook group. Okay. And um, which links will be provided. Don't worry you guys. Um, But the pumpkin plan you talked about that book. Was it last year? I want to say last Probably. year. Probably. Yeah. It was, I think it was around this time last year. You read the book. You talked about it. I mean, I immediately was like, must have. Mm-hmm. It is like such a good, absolute must read if you are struggling with like niching down or who is your audience? What's your biggest ROI service or product? What's your value proposition? Because listen, what things you- are... What do you like doing? What do you like doing? Yeah, because things are getting cramped. People, the algorithms are getting wonky. People are fighting for space and attention and time. And you just have to do what's going to make you the most money and what you enjoy doing. At the end of the day, really, it comes down to the heart of your business, right? So what has that evolution been like for you um, in in that time? (laughs) Um, It was a process. I will say it, it is not like, Oh, I've decided I'm going to niche into Pinterest and magic pixie dust and everything's perfect. It was Mm -hmm. definitely a process. Um, I kind of had some inkling about it um, Mm -hmm. last year Mm -hmm. because I was kind of stuck in this situation where I was doing general social media. I was building websites. I was doing blogging. I was doing email newsletters. I was doing all of this stuff and I was Mm -hmm. growing to like dread my business because I didn't like doing all of it. Right. Um, beating my head against the wall with clients as far as needing content and being a priority in their business as right. far as enabling me to do the best job that I could do for them. Mm. And then I had some client boundary issues where I had one client in particular that it didn't matter how clear I was. Um, they were always push, pushing this boundary and it was very much a, this something has got to change. Right. Um, and so I, I wrote a whole blog on like why I chose to niche my services and how mm-hmm. I did it. Um, and it started with the pumpkin plan. Yeah. And I had all this stuff swirling in the back of my head. And then lo and behold, this book presented itself, which was the perfect like roadmap for how do I do this? Yeah. And I realized Pinterest was not only what I love doing, mm-hmm. it was giving me the biggest ROI for my clients. So the right. client work that I was doing, it had the biggest ROI for them. Mm-hmm. And it was so much more scalable for me to do as client work than Instagram, Facebook, blogging, anything like that, because 
it's not really social media. It's a search engine, which I know we're going to get into later. Yeah, we're going to get into that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So uh, once I made the decision, yes, Pinterest is what I'm doing. That was fairly easy. I would say most of the rest of the year in changing all of that was, oh my gosh, going back through and updating calls to action, um, my offerings, my, my products, my downloads, all of that kind of stuff. And I definitely went through a transitional period. Mm -hmm. where I think my messaging wasn't as clear because I still had all these great downloads and freebies for social media, but I was out there presenting myself as a Pinterest expert. Expert, so, yeah. Right? So I'm at the point now where everything's pretty much tightened up and I do Pinterest and that is what I do and that is it. Um, along with, I always love talking about entrepreneurship and tips mm -hmm. and tricks and all that kind of stuff. But Yeah, and I think you do it really well and you blend it really well. I remember you also kind of received and got yourself the support that you needed in different areas of your business, mm -hmm. which again, it's marketing is here, but then you still need support in other areas, which is something that I always talk about. Like you have to get support because yeah. there are areas that are going to suffer. Do you mm -hmm. feel like getting that support also had this huge impact in your ability to then, let me just focus on what I'm going to do while you were supported. I think you got yourself, um, was it like an accounting bookkeeper person? I remember you yep. from that. So you have been able to get the support that you need. Yeah, um, absolutely. Bookkeeping was my number one. Like I, I need to have, you know, an understanding of my business and my numbers and all of mm -hmm. that, but I don't need to be spending my time doing the work of bookkeeping every month. Right. Um, so that is something that was the first thing that I outsourced. Um, I'm kind of in the same position as a lot of my clients are where we're running our businesses and there's that thing that you know you need to do, but you're just not an expert at it, right? So I'm an expert at Pinterest, whereas my client might be an expert at bookkeeping, but they know they need to be on Pinterest. You know, it's just, it's a matter of what do I really need to do? And I need to have it done well. And I am not the best person for this job. Ah, love that. Yeah. So we're going to get into Pinterest because that is why we're here. Um, it is one of the things that I said to myself when I was looking, obviously, at content for the holidays and, uh, you know, we're going to beat Instagram to the ground. We're going to beat the whole Facebook ads and what have you, have your website optimized and you're going to hear me talk about this continuously right. as we continue throughout the month and into next month, but... There is an area here where even myself, I find myself feeling this pull of like, I think of Pinterest very, very, very last. Okay. And I have clients and community members who are listening uh -huh. who feel the same way. Oh, right. Steph, really? Like, I'm not, we're going to add another platform? Are you kidding? No. I don't need one more thing. To I do. don't need one more thing. Uh, we have to, now we have to have content. So does that mean I have to blog more? I mean, there's so many like things and clutter yeah. in people's brains about Pinterest. So let's bring it down to the basics from uh -huh. an expert point of view. What yeah. is Pinterest and how can Pinterest in one sentence impact a business if done right? Yeah. Um, Pinterest is not social media. Thank you. It is a visual <laughs> search engine and can be the number one lead generator and traffic driver to your website. Period. Thank you. 
<laughs> You're welcome. Like, Hello. You know what I mean? And uh, of, of course, there's tips and tricks as far as the right imagery. Oh, gosh, there's so times, much. Posting <laughs> schedule. So we're going to get a little bit into that. But what are some of the pushes that you receive yourself when you say when somebody comes to you and says is that the number one thing that you're getting is they're thinking social they're they're thinking it's not so much that they're thinking social it's really more this feeling of overwhelm of I don't want one more thing to do mm -hmm. and the the misconception that you have to then create a whole bunch of content for Pinterest right which is not true it's not about creating new content. It's about creating new pins for the mm. content that you have. Got it. So we're talking about the, the basics of repurposing. And I'm sure you talk with your people about repurposing and how to maximize your content. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Pinterest is the same thing. If I'm not a blogger, Maybe I have a podcast or mm -hmm. I do mini trainings or videos or YouTube is my thing or, or whatever you could have. Say you have one, you do a quarterly article or something that's like the epic, you know, huge article. You're not the blogging two or three times a week, whatever. Mm -hmm. You could create several, 10, 15 more different pins that drive to that one place on your website. So it's not about, I have to create all this new stuff and I do one pin per thing. It's about creating more pins for the content that you have. Okay. And it does not. And I love that you mentioned that if you have a podcast, if you have a YouTube channel, if you did a case study on your website, cause you know, I have a lot of clients that they don't blog but they do spend a lot and a lot and a lot of time on these case studies and white papers for like LinkedIn. Hello. And I love that, that you mentioned that because again, it's just about, listen, get yourself Canva for work. Right. Right. And then some templates. Yeah, right. to go. Is that, is that a tool that you recommend for like quick, fast optimization? Yeah. If you're not a Photoshop person, Canva mm -hmm. for work. And I know you're all about the branding. So I do recommend Canva for work because it will let you upload like your color palette and your fonts and all that. So it just makes it easy. Yes. It's an expense, mm -hmm. but it does make it really easy. Um, the other thing that I want to mention though, is this, huge thing that I don't hear a lot of people touch on for Pinterest. Mm -hmm. And that is that it is the only digital marketing platform that's designed to get people to click through to your site. Facebook wants you to stay on Facebook. They will push down any posts that link out from Facebook, Instagram. I mean, they have a couple other options. If you have more than 10,000 followers, as far as swipe up and stories and whatever, exactly. they want you to stay on Instagram. LinkedIn wants you to like, they're all designed for like, stay in our little microcosm of our perfect mm -hmm. little world here and let us serve you some ads. Pinterest. Yes, they have ads. Yes, you can shop. Yes, they have e-commerce, but it is the only platform that's designed to serve you content that's it's to get people to your site in your right right I want people to click off and go look at what you're doing yeah yeah I mean I even myself when I'm like looking for meal plans on a weekly basis hello I guess you can see the ingredients in the you know in the ingredients bar 
but right. I still have to get the step-by-step -step on the site. Yeah. Yep. Right. Okay. Glad you mentioned that the click-through rate is through the roof, basically. Yep. What, what is an average ROI on the click-through rates on a pin that, that's doing incredibly well? I mean, geez. There's really no number I can throw out there. That's yeah. not a, that, I mean, that's a difference in organic versus paid versus, mm -hmm. that's a huge conversation. Right. Um, but what about, what about if just organic? Like, if someone has like a blog and I mean, it's going to be a lot. I mean, it's going to be through the roof better than if, if they start joining these Facebook groups. That's like, right. Well, what I will tell you is that if you, if you are using a really, if you're using a great Pinterest strategy, your keywords are on point and you're consistent mm. with your pinning and repinning, mm -hmm. you can see upwards of 80 to 90% of your social traffic being from Pinterest. There you go. I mean, listen, I see it myself. I see it myself in data reports. Yeah. I'm just like, you know, it'll be like Instagram, Facebook, and then Pinterest. And I'm thinking we have a, you know, and that's not even our account. That's just like an account that maybe we're active there, here and there. Right. Because again, I'm getting that pull where it's like, okay, but can you see that we're not even doing that much and it's already showing, yeah. you know, I love that. So Pinterest has changed a lot. Pinterest yep. has changed a lot. There's so many new features. Like you said, e-com, you can buy. Um, there's a lot of things going on. Obviously, the ad space is awesome. I, I do know that. Yep. Uh, what are some of your favorite new features that have rolled out maybe within the last couple of years? I'm going to say my favorite new feature that's rolled out in the last week. Uh -huh. And that is Shop the Look. Okay. Shop, so the shop the look is now available to all business profiles. Okay. They have been playing with this for the last mm, several months or a year. And it was mm -hmm. only open to like home decor, fashion, big retailers like target and mm -hmm. some of the other, I mean, that's just an example of the level that they were mm -hmm. playing with this. Um, and what it is, is you can put up a pin graphic Mm -hmm. and click this little dot and it will let you link that little dot on the graphic to a URL or an affiliate link. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. So. Which hello holidays. Listen, we have, I haven't even gotten into the gift guides this year, but they're coming. They're coming. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so get your affiliate marketing right? strategies intact. So what this does is when you see these pins in your feed, you can see the pins that have these little circles mm -hmm. on them. And mm -hmm. what that means is that that is a product that you can go buy. Okay. So whether it's your product or it's you have a list of like your favorite business books and mm -hmm. they're all affiliate linked from Amazon. Um, or you're a product maker, you know, whatever. And this mm -hmm. was Pinterest's answer too. It used to be they only integrated viable pins with Shopify and Big Commerce. Yes. Two e-commerce platforms, platforms, and they were the only ones. This is their way of kind of rolling out pins being more shoppable to everyone, whether you're on Etsy or Shopify or not at all. Right, right. Right. Okay. So I could theoretically, mm -hmm. if I have a blog on one of my, my smaller courses, I mm -hmm. could link to that blog 
tag the pin with this is a course you can buy right within the blog. Oh, killing so many birds with one stone. And we <laughs> talk a lot about WooCommerce here. So again, very helpful. Yeah. Um, I know Facebook makes it harder with Instagram, the, the shop pin situation. They make it so much more difficult. You have to have tangible products mm-hmm. da, 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 or else you're like, you know, the terms of use, you're like violating those and things like that. So this is, Again, yet another reason why you have to listen. I was talking to a client the other day and I said, you have to expand yourself. If you're selling a product that is for Instagram, so it's a course, mm-hmm. the design situation that you're doing, whether it's designing for the feed or what have you, mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you have to, because it's for Instagram, you don't have to sell on Instagram. You can sell on LinkedIn, right? Okay. You can sell on Pinterest. So many different options. Okay. Yes. So aside from the shop, the look feature, are there mm-hmm. any other new features that you're loving that you feel like people need to really take a look at these in order to say, okay, I, I need to give this a shot. Maybe this is worth a look. Um, I think it's more the overall um, changes that they have made consistently mm-hmm. uh, for businesses. Right. So yes, they're still really about, um, you know, this is to curate the things you're dreaming about and aspiring to do um, and ways you want to make your life better, or, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yes, this is for our users, mm-hmm. but we also recognize that marketing is, is marketing and, mm-hmm. you know, they want to be earning ad dollars. Mm-hmm. They're going to have to roll out some features. So I would just say how far promoted pins have come from the beginning when they first rolled them out to now, mm-hmm. there's not one specific thing, but they're constantly improving their targeting. They are. Um, all the retargeting that you can do now with your audience lists and anyone who's engaged with any of your pins, like mm-hmm. saved them or clicked through or whatever. Um, they're just constantly improving that interface and mm-hmm. what you can do as a marketer. Love that. Um, from a, and, and this is now where we're going to get into the nitty gritty, because obviously with the holidays around the season um, and around the corner, I want to kind of have a conversation about how can we use Pinterest yeah. in, in a very unique way, because it is a very unique platform. The things yeah. that we do on Instagram is not going to work on Pinterest. No. No. So what are some of your favorite tips that you can give us to help market our products, services, uh-huh. courses that, you know, I have a lot of clients launching courses, books, right. all of these different things. The first thing that you have to understand about Pinterest, which is key, mm-hmm. is that your pins live forever. So it is not like Facebook ads where you put up an ad and then once the ad dollars are gone or the campaign's over, that content is just gone. Pinterest lives forever. Mm-hmm. Also, there is a it, Pinterest is a slow burn. Mm. It's you should be posting content forty five days out from the timeliness of it. Which means if you're going to do holiday content, you need to do it yesterday. Correct. So, if you're talking about taking advantage of the holiday season. Mm-hmm. Get it done this week and get it up there. And one of the best things that you can do, you already touched on it, is doing a gift guide. You don't have to do a whole huge holiday campaign, Mm -hmm. all this different stuff, whatever. You can put up a simple gift guide, Mm -hmm. sign up for Amazon affiliates, 
throw a couple of your own products in there or services or, or whatever and create a pin graphic that's got different stuff on it. Now, most people think of gift guides as like fashion, um, uh, Pinterest has a gifting trends article up mm -hmm. and they talk about jewelry, wellness, toys, um, hosting like holiday parties, all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Um, tech accessories. So what you need to do is, okay, I know these are the key categories that Pinterest is talking about. They're seeing huge growth in shopping mm -hmm. um, with Pinterest users. Think about it more in terms of what you do. So you know that I talk about entrepreneurship, being a mompreneur, working mm -hmm. from home, all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. I might put up a gift guide on the best wellness products to take care of yourself when you're a work from home mom or my favorite tech accessories for my home office. Yes. So don't think of it as like, well, I don't sell tech stuff and I am not, um, you know, an MLM doing oils. So I'm not going to do a wellness thing. Think critically about what you do, who you speak to, who your audience is and how that might work. So that being said, mm -hmm. don't fit a square peg into a round hole. If it just doesn't work, that's okay. You don't have to, you don't have to try too hard and everybody's going to know if you're trying too hard. Yes, absolutely. Um, right. But mm -hmm. think about it critically. Think about, okay, do I have something um, that this might apply to where I could put up a quick gift guide pin for this? Right. Okay. The other thing that's cool is that even if you're not going to create content on your website, mm -hmm. it does give you um, shop the look gives you the ability to link directly to an affiliate link. So say for example, I'm an affiliate for the day designer. Mm -hmm. I don't have to put up a whole blog on the day designer and take a bunch of photos and do all the stuff and whatever. Mm -hmm. I can create a pin graphic, put a pin up there that links directly to day designer with my affiliate link. Easy. Can it be any easier? Yeah, no. And you know what? With that, you know, we get this all the time. People are constantly asking each other on Instagram, what is your favorite social media scheduling tool? What, what, oh, what, now with Instagram stories, it's like, oh, so how did you cut the video? How did you do this? I always tell people, where is your affiliate link? Do you have an affiliate for this? Don't just tell me, go sign up for Planoly. No, right. girl, you better be sending me to like your affiliate link and make some bank. Right. It, that's one of my pet peeves. It's like, you know, this is just easy money. If you already love the platform, if you already love what you're doing, easy, mm -hmm. easy. Um, I love this. I, I myself never thought of using it for the affiliate marketing purposes. There's, there's a, there's an, an, an ebook there somewhere, Carol. Let me, right. like, 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 let me know. And cause like, you know, that's exciting. I'm, I'm like you said, scalable. Yeah. Yeah. So get, that's what spring, Kara, spring of 2019. Right. It will there. be part of what I'm doing with all my, my, yeah, I love that. I love that for you because again, it's something that, you know, I know a lot of affiliate marketing specialists, and still, I don't hear a lot of people talking about Pinterest as, as you know, using it heavily for that affiliate. That makes me excited. Now, I have a whole, I have a preferred vendors page on my website. So absolutely, girl, you know. And you can use the whole gift guide thing. Mm -hmm. Most people think of it in terms of the holiday season, which is probably when it's the most active, active. granted. Correct. 
Correct. But think of it in terms of Valentine's Day, mm. Mother's Day, Father's Day, any of this other, like if there's a big hashtag holiday, you know, whatever. Mm. Um, so if you're too behind and your, your plate is just totally full and you know mm. I cannot fit this in this year, fine. Think of what can you do for Valentine's what Day? Can you do what can you do up? for Mother's mm-hmm. Day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, our, our internal consultant, she talks a lot about action planning and strategic planning. And um, she did a post the other day. She, she was like, well, my clients are already thinking of quarter one. So we're like over quarter four. <laughs> like right. most of us are planning already for quarter one. So love that. Um, any more tips? I, I def- I'm going to ask you about the tools for Pinterest. I definitely yeah. But any more tips that you have for us? Yeah, I would say um, my favorite phrase that I use mm-hmm. that I need to trademark or something somehow exactly. is keywords get you found, graphics get you clicked. So the two most important things for your Pinterest strategy, know your keywords mm-hmm. and keywords have to do with the problem you are solving for your audience. Mm-hmm. This goes back to Pinterest as a visual search engine. If you don't have keywords in your profile, in your board names, in your pin descriptions, your content is not going to get found. So, uh, excuse me, keywords are how your content gets found on Pinterest. And then having best practices, optimized, branded, beautiful graphics are what Mm -hmm. is going to catch people's eye as they're scrolling through and get them to click. Yeah. Okay. Um, the number one mistake that people are making on Pinterest with graphics off the top of your head with graphics, Mm -hmm. um, crappy graphics, (laughs) (laughs) Um, just throwing some, some, you know, let me tell you one one that I see a lot. We love Canva. I love Canva. That's the one I would recommend because you know, it's easy to use and it's, I mean, I like it. I should say, I think it's awesome, but finagle the, the template a little bit, make it, make it your own a little bit because you know, some people like use the same one and it's just like, I know you want to throw in the colors and that's going to make a little bit of a difference, but put in some effort. Yeah. I I would agree with you. However, that's better than people that throw up images that aren't sized correctly for Pinterest. Uh the photo is not good, that kind of stuff. Like I'd rather see a cookie cutter template that's best practices uh-huh. than you've put up a landscape image. You oh. don't have your URL logo on it. You know, it, it just doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do we have a blog on best practices for Pinterest? Um, not, no, it will be part of my membership. Ah, there you go, which we're going to get into. I'm so excited about that, by the way, you guys. Um, So tools for utilizing Pinterest. Tailwind. 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 (laughs) I could not do what I do for myself or my clients without Tailwind. Mm. Um, The number one thing that Pinterest has said they look for Mm -hmm. with profiles is consistency. Okay. So I know you talk all day long about you can't post to a platform and then disappear for weeks. No, like, you can't. The algorithm is going to punish you. Yeah, severely. <laughs> Pinterest functions in the same way. It's algorithm based. And whether you do 
two pins a day, five pins a day, 20 pins a day, whatever you do, mm -hmm. keep it consistent. And Tailwind enables you to batch that content mm -hmm. according to a schedule that is optimized for your profile. So when you go in there and you set everything up, mm -hmm. You can generate a smart schedule and it will generate how, based on however many times a day you want to pin mm -hmm. when your audience is on Pinterest. So it will say, okay, we know your audience is on Sunday nights at 11 PM. We're going to put some pins up during that time. And literally it takes me, I pin an average of 10 to 12 times a day, mm -hmm. a combination of my content and re repin mm -hmm. content. Mm -hmm. Um, and it takes me about an hour once a month to mm. watch that content. Okay. Talk about scalable. Definitely. A hundred percent. No, and I will attest to this because I, I, like I said, you know, I, we all have these amazing intentions. It's kind of like with Anchor, like even this podcast, <laughs> God bless you, Anchor. Listen, wah, wah. Uh, Anchor happened. You know, somebody asked me that yesterday. They're like, so how did this podcast happen? Well, the podcast was an Anchor thing. And then Anchor kind of didn't become a thing. And then now I was like, what am I going to do with all this content? We're going to have a podcast now. Yeah, you know, um, but it was one of those things. And so I have all the intentions on being amazing at Pinterest. I'm going to make you so proud next year. Um, you, you know, and so I know that batching works. I think that's one of the best things about, you know, um, these type of tools is that you can batch heavily. And again, right. you're not, you, you don't have to be super social. You don't have right. to comment. I mean, that's, that's like a thing. Like you can comment on pins, but you don't have to do that. You don't have to. No. Okay. No, no. you don't. Thank goodness. One hour a month, do it right. A mix of your stuff, a mix of repurposed pins mm -hmm. that you know your audience will take advantage of and you're good right. to go. Okay. Yep. So I want to talk about your membership site and your membership yeah. program. Let's talk about that because obviously with the new year, I feel like this is the time when businesses really need to start looking at, okay, so next year I have these big goals, whatever the goals may be. I'm selling mm -hmm. a book. I am offering new services, whatever that case may be. And I think this is a perfect time to say this, these are where my budgets are. So you are going to see a lot of these type of membership situations pop up. This is now after you've heard us talk about Pinterest and how amazing it is. I want you to take a time to look into utilizing the platform. Kara, talk to me about this new membership and how people can take advantage of it. Yeah. So it's called Pinterest Power Up. Mm -hmm. And I have spent the last year building this and testing this with a group of entrepreneurs to mm -hmm. make sure that I was delivering the content and what they needed as a business owner, no matter what their knowledge level was of Pinterest, whether they were familiar with it or whether they were starting from scratch mm -hmm. to really fine tune that content and what I was doing. Mm -hmm. So now I am in the process of converting this, what used to be a standalone course to a mm -hmm. membership. And I'll tell you why. Mm -hmm. I think we have all bought those courses, particularly for anything relating to digital marketing and social media, mm -hmm. where it's outdated in six months. Yeah. 100%. It's outdated in a year. And mm -hmm. Pinterest, sometimes it's frustrating because I'm like, oh my gosh, I just recorded a video and now I have to change it because they just updated something two yeah. days ago. Yeah. 
the membership is designed to be the only place you have to go to get what you need to know for your Pinterest marketing. Right. Um, because it's going to be monthly, it will be, here's the latest updates. Here's mm -hmm. best practices now. Here's what's changed. If you were doing this, do this instead. Mm -hmm. Instead of, you know, you go on Pinterest and you look for, how do I do Pinterest? And you might be hitting on an article that was three years old. Right. Um, you know, there's lots of that stuff out there. So mm -hmm. the membership is designed to be, again, your essential resource, your encyclopedia, your library that's updated constantly for what's mm -hmm. happening on Pinterest right now. And how do I use it for my business in the best possible way? Love. Um, one of the things that I love, and again, that's why I wanted to talk about kind of like how I came across you on social, because this was one of the things that I jotted down next to um, Kara's name when I came across her platforms was amazing researcher. Aww. And I know that about you. So I know that when you're telling folks, I spent a year like analyzing this data, looking at what people are doing and how they're doing it and how it's translating and the ROIs and does this work and does that not work. Um, I know that you mean that. Okay. Um, will there be live video in there? Will there be discussion with other experts? I'm assuming. Oh, absolutely. So there's going to be a free, uh, I'm calling it the free rockstar membership. Um, where you will have um, some freebies and some downloads and some things to just kind of test the waters and, mm -hmm. and get a feel for how I work and what I offer. Mm -hmm. And then there's going to be the regular uh, monthly membership. Mm -hmm. And that will be training. Here's what we're focusing on this month. This month we're talking all about analytics or this month we're talking all about graphics or whatever it is. There will be guest experts as well. There's a private Facebook group um, for live training, all of that. Mm -hmm. um, and then I'm playing with, I haven't decided yet because I'm mm -hmm. still working on transferring everything, but there will likely be a VIP tier as well where you mm -hmm. will get a lot more one-on-one -on -one work with, with me. With you. There. Yeah. Yes. Okay, good. Because I people want that one-on-one -on -one still. People yeah. want that one-on-one too. Perfect. Sure. Love it. So you can join... The, rocks, the free rock stars. There's going to be the regular membership and hopefully, fingers crossed, um, a VIP tier that will allow us to have a little bit more one-on-one -on -one time with you. Absolutely. Awesome. I mean, listen, I am a digital marketer. I, I do what I do. I love it. The women that I work with are of a certain age range. Um, we're working with oftentimes strict budgets and all the things. And so, when I go to someone and I say Pinterest is important, we need to look at this. Um, and I always tell my clients, do as I say, don't do as I do. But <laughs> I am making Pinterest uh, my baby next year. I'm excited for this. Um, well, and you'll be happy to know if you sign up as a student, um, mm -hmm. I will be offering uh, affiliates for students. There you go. So. There you go. Which again, this is, listen, that whole situation, that whole affiliate situation, you need to continue to explore that. I love that whole thing. Yeah. Um, awesome. Thank you so much, Kara. You guys, if you want to learn a little bit more about the program, you can find that at karachase.com forward slash PPU, uh, a little slash waitlist. All of the links are going to be in the description. Yeah. All of her socials will be there as well. Thank you, Kara, for Thank being you. here. So I'm so excited. We got to do this again. 
I know. This was fun. It was so nice to actually <laughs> meet and talk. We've been Instagram buddies forever. and Definitely. Definitely. So excited. And thank you guys so much for listening and for tuning in every single week. I look forward to talking with you guys next week. And I will see you in November. Bye. Bye.